welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. This is Natalina, the CEO and founder of the Rise Up For You podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to jump straight into our episode with Lauren Rue. She is a fellow podcaster and the dreamer behind the Grit and Glitter podcast, a weekly dose of truth and inspiration for boss ladies. So basically, she shares real, raw, soul-filled conversations to fuel and inspire, and she sits down with amazing dreamers and doers who share their real unfiltered stories. She believes in creating conversations around the real, raw, unpretty, hard parts of business and life. And today we're going to talk with her a little bit more about what that means and what she does and really help empower and inspire all of you guys and all of you professional women out there to understand and to be okay with the fact that there are some ups and downs behind what we do. Everything is not pretty. Everything is not maintained. And there's a lot of hard parts to what business and life provide. And today we're going to dive into that with Lauren Rue. So rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm so honored to have you on the show. I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know who our guest is for the day. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes. Thank you so much, Netta. It is an honor to be on your show. So thank you so much for having me on. I will start by telling you that I launched my first entrepreneurial venture about three years ago with zero experience and little to no knowledge of what I was doing or what I was getting myself into. It was one of the hardest things I have ever done. And it was also one of the greatest learning experiences of my life. And I have since moved on from that. And I now inspire entrepreneurs, particularly female entrepreneurs, to chase their dreams. And I do so by sharing the real, raw, unpretty, unfiltered, hard truths of business. I am also the dreamer and host of the Grit and Glitter podcast, which is a weekly dose of truth and inspiration for boss ladies. Oh, I love that. So elaborate a little bit more about what you mean by boss ladies. Yeah. So when I say boss ladies, it's very all encompassing of creatives. Um, I, I, I reach creatives, bloggers, calligraphers, ladypreneurs, but really, truly any lady that's out there chasing her dreams, whether she is dreaming of launching her business or she's knee deep and several years in. Mm. So tell us a little bit more about what that looks like. So how did you get into this field? I guess what inspired you to then coach others to reach their full potential, which I love, by the way, because as you know, that's that's what I do as well. I know. I love it. Our missions are very, very similar, which is amazing. So for me, it really all began because of my own personal struggles in dealing with the doubts and insecurities of being an entrepreneur, trying to grow a business and chase my dreams. As I was on the journey of launching and growing a business, I felt so unqualified. And to be 
completely honest, I was so insecure because of all of the doubts and insecurities and self-limiting beliefs that I had about myself. And I thought I was alone in these struggles. I thought that I was the only one experiencing these doubts and insecurities. And my aha moment really happened. It was probably throughout a series of conversations because it happened as I started to get to know and become friends with some of the boss ladies and entrepreneurs that I looked up to. These women who I considered to be successful, she was where I wanted to be. And as I got to know these ladies, I realized that they too were struggling with these very same doubts and insecurities. And For me, it was just this light bulb moment of, wow, I'm not alone. Me too. And in realizing that, I also realized that if I'm not the only one, if she who is also experiencing these same doubts and insecurities can continue chasing her dreams and finding success, then I can too. I love that. So tell us a little bit more you, when you say that you create conversations around the, the raw, real, you know, unpretty parts of business and life. What does that mean exactly? What does that look like? Yeah. So on the podcast, I feature amazing boss ladies who are doing great things and we sit down and they share their story, but I like to focus on what I call the un-Instagram worthy story. So uh, the unedited version that you don't see in those beautifully styled edited photos on Instagram. We talk about the doubts and the insecurities and the hard parts of launching and growing a business. And a lot of these women are doing it as a side hustle while working a full-time job or you know they've reached full-time status with their business and it's a lot harder and different than they ever expected it to be. So we're talking about those stories that we don't always talk about on social media because to be honest, Netta, as I'm sure you know, these stories are really hard to talk about. Um, they're, they're what we're struggling with behind the scenes. Um, so I like to bring light to those unpretty parts of business and life, because I think that there's so much inspiration to be had in the truth of those stories. And you know what? I love that you do that, Lauren, because there are so many people that do exactly that. You know, they'll look at that girl or that guy and they'll say, Oh, I really wish I had that car or I wish I made six figures or I wish I did this. I wish I had that. And I always say to them, well, you can have that, but also you're looking at the shallow materialistic things first. You're not realizing that that person probably busted their butt for 10 years before they got that car or before they got that house or before they made that seven figures, you know, half, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, as you know, they, I mean, some of them are eating bread straight out of the wonder bag for like, you know, months straight before they have a serious meal because they are struggling entrepreneurs. And, but a lot of times people just go straight to the, Oh, look how much money they have. And it's like, don't forget the struggle. Everybody goes through struggle. Yes. Yes. I could not agree more. And and it's amazing. Every time I sit down with someone for the podcast, I realize too, that it's, it's not even all about the car and the money. There's still so many struggles that we're not seeing behind the beautiful things that they have accomplished and that they now have in their lives. A hundred percent. Actually, I was just listening to um, an interview with Tony Robbins, who I'm sure, you know, and the audience knows as well. And he was, I mean, he said the same thing. He said, there was a time when I was 30 years old, right? 30. So he wasn't young. He wasn't a teenager. And he said, I had 
$21 in my pocket and I was broke poor and I used five of it to eat a meal. And then I gave the rest of it away to a young boy that was taking his mom out to dinner. (laughs) And he's like, and I went home with no money. And now Tony Robbins is Tony Robbins, right? We all know where he's at and and what he's achieved in his life. So Mm -hmm. really, really important. Thank you. So tell us a little bit more about how you made that transition into an entrepreneur and what that looked like for you. Yeah. So for me, becoming an entrepreneur, the very first time happened very organically. Um, my first business was a granola business and I was business partners with my mother and it really happened out of a delicious recipe that she had and a demand that came and came about and happened very organically. She had people start asking to buy her granola. And from there we launched right into launching the business. I was fresh out of college. I had a business degree with a minor in entrepreneurship and I thought I knew what I was doing and I was ready to take on the world and I had no idea. (laughs) It was, like I said earlier, it was truly the greatest learning experience of my life, but it's really beautiful. The the bigger picture learnings that I took away from, from that business and it was life as an entrepreneur is not glamorous and it's not always easy. And these doubts and insecurities are things that we're rumbling with at all stages of, of launching and growing and continuing to run our business. Yeah. But you know, the the truth is, and as you were just saying, it's not glamorous, but a normal nine to five job is not glamorous either. Right. Very true. So So then you ask yourself, well, if I'm doing a nine to five job, you know, really going at it for somebody else, why don't I deserve to do that for myself and my own purpose and vision? I couldn't agree more. I do believe. And I think for many people, when we see these entrepreneurs online, though, it's easy to think that it is the easier path and it's not always the easier path, but I think that for many people, it is the right path and it is a path that can lead to true happiness and enjoyment. I I couldn't agree more with you there. So how does mindset come into this play now of shifting into an entrepreneur? How big is that for you? And I know you talk about overcoming that self-doubt and really going for it. Can you give us some tips on that? Yeah, your mindset is huge. It truly can make or break your day, as we all know, but it can also make or break your business. Your mindset's so intertwined with these doubts and insecurities that we've been talking about. So for me and for the women that I've worked with and spoken with, the way to overcome these struggles and this block in in your mindset is one, to reach this realization that you're not alone. I truly believe there is so much power to be had in a simple me too. And knowing that other dreamers and entrepreneurs who are hustling and and grinding are right there with you in these struggles. And, And two, once you've reached that realization, surrounding yourself with a truly great community of like-minded people who can support and inspire you and encourage you. Community has been so key to everything that I've done and and every successful individual that I've spoken with has attributed so much of their success to the amazing people that have stood beside and behind them along the way. I couldn't agree more with that. Um, Definitely the people that you surround yourself with you become that, right? So if you're surrounded by people that are better than you, that are mentoring you, then eventually you're going to rise to that level. Mm -hmm. And and really, 
Oh, go ahead, Lauren. Sorry, I was going to say, what is the quote? I love it. It's, you know, you are the summation of the five people that you, you spend the most time with. And I think that those people don't even have to be in real life, but the mentors that you have online who you're, you're listening to and, um, you know, taking in all of their value and worth that they're providing. Oh, that's a hundred percent true. And, and I'm glad that you brought that point up, Lauren, because Sometimes a lot of people do, you know, oh, I can't afford a mentor. I can't, I can't afford a coach. I can't afford this. And it's like in our day and our technology, you can go online and, and grab a mentor that resonates with you. And you can get all the free resources you want through podcasting, through YouTube, you know, through the free webinars that are online. And you can be mentored just from that. I mean, I love doing the podcast and I say that with my podcast, I'm mentored every time I do an interview. Like I'm being interviewed, right? I'm being, you know, mentored right now by you and by all my guests. And there's a lot of free resources out there that can really help provide a community around you, even if they're not sitting right in front of you. I, I could not agree more. There are so many free, valuable resources that you can truly use at any stage of the game. It, it, it's a wonderful time to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. So tell us a little bit more um, about your podcast. Why, why do you love doing it? And wh- what do you get out of it? <laughs> I mean, I know yeah. what you get out of it, but I want you to tell us. <laughs> Yeah. So the podcast really launched for me as a passion project. It was so much of my heart and the struggles that I was dealing with at that time. I needed the podcast in my life, which is why I started it. I needed to hear stories of other boss ladies who were launching and growing businesses. I needed to know that I was not alone in the struggles. For me, that was the little light of inspiration and hope that I needed at the end of the day to, to wake up the next day and hustle and, and keep working and continue chasing my dreams. There's so much inspiration. Tony Robbins is a great example since you brought him up earlier, but there's so many amazing entrepreneurs whose stories we are inspired by. And it's that story of struggle to success. We all have to work and, and grind and struggle through the process before we can truly reach success. There is no overnight success. However, a lot of times it appears that way to us online or in, in, you know, in the books. But the truth is that everyone is struggling right alongside each other. And I really, I needed that myself. I needed that inspiration, which is why I created the podcast. And, and now what you said a second ago, Netta, I relate, can relate to so very much. I feel like I'm getting mentored. I'm learning so much. I'm being fueled and inspired every time I sit down with someone for my podcast. It's truly amazing and it just fuels me. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit more um, about what you do outside of the podcast. What does Lauren's life look like? (laughs) Yeah. So outside of the podcast, um, I love reading inspirational personal development, entrepreneurship books, love reading, love travel and adventure. I spent the last three years living in Denver, Colorado. So we spent so much time in the Rocky Mountains, which were amazing. And we recently moved back to North Carolina. So we're now exploring the East Coast. I am getting married in a month. So all sorts of wow. Coming up. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely a busy time of life outside of um, the podcast and my typical daily daily life. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lauren. I just want to, I have a few more questions. I want to jump into our power section of the episode. 
So can you, can you tell us one book that you have read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Yes. Hands down, Rising Strong by Brene Brown. Ooh, good one. And what is one thing that you have accomplished up to date that you're incredibly proud of? I know it may sound a little strange, but I will have to go with closing my business. It was not an easy decision. It was a very difficult decision to make, but it's something that was the right move for me. And I'm, I'm proud of making that right decision, even though it was incredibly difficult. So do you mind if we just stop there a little bit and talk a little bit more about that? So you closed your business and do you mind sharing with us why and what that felt like and what kind of jump started that decision? Of course. So this was the granola business I mentioned earlier and I had this realization again, it happened over time for me, Netta. And as an entrepreneur, as you know, you're 100% 150% devoted to your business. It's something that you've spent day and night, you know, hours growing and working on. To close something like that is not an easy decision. So for a long time, I felt as though I was being pulled in a different direction, but I was really unwilling to address that and to be open and honest with myself about that. And I finally realized that my passion was so much greater than continuing to run and grow this business and and create this huge food business. It, It wasn't where my passion lied. My passion lied in inspiring others and taking the struggles and the learnings I had from that business and using it to guide and help other entrepreneurs. As far as making that decision, it really is something that I spent a lot of time thinking about and reflecting on. Um, I truly, it was a big decision, so I wanted to make the right decision. But at the end of the day, I really listened to my gut, my heart, and that that feeling deep within my heart that I felt was guiding me to something bigger and something greater, which I now see is the podcast and all that I am doing at this point. Thank you for sharing that. The reason why I asked is because um, this is a normal process with entrepreneurs that, you know, over time, over trends and so forth, like different businesses open and close. And sometimes it can be very difficult to let go of something that you've created and build it to something different that you create. So I just wanted you to share that because I know that I've met quite a few entrepreneurs that sometimes have that struggle, whether it's closing it or selling it, you know what I mean? Maybe somebody loves their business so much that they want to buy it from them. And I just wanted to hear, you know, that process through you. So thank you for sharing that. Yes, of course. Are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life, such as a daily or a morning routine? Yes. I, a morning routine is something that I have struggled with finding my, my perfect routine for quite a while, but I've recently implemented a new morning routine that has been a huge game changer for me, Netta. I now make a to-do list every single night for what I will do the next morning. So I don't have to think about anything when I sit down at my desk the next day. I make a to-do list in order of importance. So number one has to get done first. I also have stopped checking my phone in the morning. I do not let myself check my phone until I have have completed the most important task of the day. And before I even head into the office to get started on work, I spend my first hour or two on myself, 
not thinking about work. So I wake up slowly. I get ready slowly, do some yoga, cook breakfast, take the dog for a walk, sit outside in the sun. I really just spend the first hour or two doing things that fill me up. And by the time I get to my desk, ready to start the day, I'm so full that I just operate at this insane level of productivity that I was not operating at before. It's it's really been a game changer. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in, um, in a morning routine. Um, and sometimes it changes, but it really does help. Mine's a good cup of coffee first and foremost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I go for the hot tea. <laughs> Thank you again, Lauren, for joining us today. Is there anything that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you wanted to share with our audience? I don't think so. I appreciate the opportunity to come on the show so much, Netta. I've really enjoyed sharing my story and you are such a beautiful soul. Thank you so much. Thank you. So how do we stay connected and how do we support you, Lauren? Yes, I am all over social media. My favorite right now is Instagram. So you can find me there at Grit and Glitter Co. You can also find me on my podcast, which is the Grit and Glitter podcast. You can search on iTunes or Stitcher. And you can always find me on my website at gritandglitterco.com. Perfect. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much, Netta. It's been a pleasure. That is the end of our episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends and family. You can post it on social media and help us spread the word. If you aren't already, you can follow me, Natalina, the host and founder of Rise Up For You, all over social media at Rise Up For You. You'll find us on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Twitter. There's something new and different on every network, so be sure to check us out. There's a ton of empowering information that is being spread through our media outlets and we want to make sure that you get the full benefits of it. Thank you again for joining. We will see you next episode. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.